The Media Files for July 17th, 2020 is made possible by leveldowngames.com. On with the show. And welcome back to another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. For those of you new to this podcast, The Media Files is an all purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever revolving second chair is a very, very dear friend of mine for many years and a close neighbor now and someone I've known for a long time, Abby. Yes. Hello, Abby. Hello. How are you? Glad to be here. I'm excited. Welcome to the illustrious Media Files recording studio. I've been waiting for weeks for you to ask me to be here. So. How do you how do you like our studio? That's great. It's a little cozy. It's uh, a little warm. Mm-hmm. It gets hot in here once we like get in and get things going. It gets a little toasty, a little sweaty. <laughs> yep. But it's nice. So there are lots of other clothes in here. We can always There's a lot of clothes. We could change our clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be weird. Yep. That would be weird. That's that's when Lindsay stops letting other girls do the podcast with me and right. she just that does it. The, that's the crossing herself. the line. That's crossing the line. All right. I am super duper excited to do this episode, and I asked you to come do this episode with me because this is a topic that both of us share an incredibly deep passion about. And that's mostly because you forced me to listen to the music when I thought maybe I won't be too interested. Okay, that's how I remembered it, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to assume that, yeah. and I wasn't going to say that that's because true. I was nervous that that was something I was making up. But you chose a really good song to introduce me to that spurned me to look further into it. So oh, you. man. I appreciate you. You, this is, that's you did this to me. friends are for. You did this to me, and now. We are talking about Hamilton. Oh, Alexander Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, America sings for you. Hamilton is the Tony Award-winning musical that follows Alexander Hamilton through his life of war, personal quarrel, and creating a young United States of America. Surrounding Hamilton are a charming cast of founding fathers, family, and romantic interests. Hamilton on Disney Plus stars the original Broadway cast, including Lin-Manuel Miranda as Alexander Hamilton, Philippa Sue as Eliza Hamilton, Leslie Odom Jr. as Aaron Burr, as well as David Diggs, Okiriete Onadawan, Anthony Ramos, Renee Elise Goldsberry, Jasmine Cephas-Jones, Christopher Jackson, Jonathan Groff, and a wonderful set of minor characters and ensemble. It opened on Broadway on August 6th, 2015, after a short off-Broadway run, and premiered on Disney Plus on July 3rd, 2020. This is taking over, I feel like, everybody's free time streaming this and watching this on Disney Plus because it has been such a huge sensation. And like you said, many years ago, I introduced you to this soundtrack, right? Yes. I can't believe it's already been five years and now we're having this kind of reset of... of re-experiencing Hamilton again, almost for the first time with the original cast. I think that's kind of what surprises me too, because I, it took me so long to get Hamilton out of my head, Mm -hmm. like every day singing the songs and thinking about it and listening to it. And now it's back. What I love is 
in your everyday life, somebody will say something like somebody this morning said, like, I'm going to drop some knowledge. And I'm like, drop some knowledge. And I just you, you just you know, the lyrics entire. Yes, it's 20 so times good. a day. You could reference this musical. So. There's so much there's so much to dive into in this musical. And we have such a short time to do it. But overall, as a musical, I think that Hamilton is and I and I say this, I mean, very carefully. I, I, I parse my words very carefully here because I like Broadway a lot. I like musical theater a lot. And I just watched uh, like Fiddler on the Roof. I watched that on TV yesterday because I, I just love that musical. I love musical. I used to be in musical theater. I think that Hamilton is the finest piece of Broadway ever produced. I do. I that's think amazing. Is that crazy? No, I think that's perfectly accurate because do I, don't have, I don't have as much experience in musical theater as you do. Um, but you know a lot of it. I do. I mean, I know more than the average person, I sure. would say. But, um, you know, I think the way that they enticed people who have no interest even in in looking into musical theater and um, bringing them into this crowd of, of musical theater lovers is awesome. It expanded the musical theater world, I think. I think that's entirely true because I think up to this point, and, and at least to my knowledge, using hip hop and rap kind of as a musical medium for Broadway has been very limited and like corny mm-hmm. most of the time whenever it is used in oh. Broadway. And this feels entirely authentic and mostly because the entire cast, with the exception of of some of the ensemble and Jonathan Groff mm-hmm. are people of color. Mm-hmm. And this is this uh, David Diggs is a rapper. He, he's in a rap group called Clipping and they're really good. You should check them out. Okay. But th- I mean, this is this is something that that they are passionate about, too. And so I think that's what makes it feel super authentic. And I like how a lot of the characters kind of do both. They they definitely sing and kind of express that that talent that they have, but then also get into the rapping side of things that maybe they had no experience before and totally nail it. So absolutely freaking lutely. That is a, that's a super good point because I mean there's there's a part where Philippa Sue is Eliza Hamilton mm-hmm. beatboxes, mm-hmm. and I don't Perfectly. feel like it's entirely it natural amazing. for her. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so good, and I don't feel like it's natural for her when she does it, but she still does it, mm-hmm. and so she kind of crosses that genre there, and it's just. It's it's so much fun to watch. Now, you and I have both like like we said in 2015, when this live, you know, original cast recording came out and was was widely available. We jumped into it very quickly and we kind of absorbed ourselves into it. And then you and I have also both seen it live on stage. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Together. we saw were we there the same night? Yeah, because that's why I mean, our tickets are for Thursdays, right? Or they were they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw it at the Smith Center in Las Vegas mm-hmm. when the when the tour came around. And so it wasn't any of the original cast. It was all new cast and people, for the most part, that we weren't familiar with. Mm-hmm. But it was still a very impressive showing. Yeah. Emotional. Very emotional. Seeing it on stage. With and now we've seen it finally with the original mm-hmm. cast with Lin-Manuel Miranda, David Diggs, uh, Anthony Ramos, Philippa Sue. And all three of those experiences for me have been very, very different. Okay. Listening listening to that live cast album had me feeling certain way in certain songs. And then li- watching it live had me feeling a certain way. And then now watching it with the original cast has me kind of feeling a mix between the two. I was going to say, like a... I- Bringing both together, obviously, the the stage presence and the original cast that you're so used to hearing is amazing to finally be able to, to see what you pictured in your mind. Totally, totally. And and it's a little it's a little different, too, because there were things that I kind of wasn't expecting watching the original cast do it also, like things that I hadn't pictured in my mind from mm-hmm. watching it. And watching the the this new recording on Disney Plus and listening to the original cast recording, 
there are some very serious differences between the two. They're when you know when they do these live cast recordings, they're not from a show. They're in a studio, right? And they're trying to make the song as on tempo and as musically good as they can, mm-hmm. right? As musically sound as possible. And when they're doing it live on stage, they get to kind of shake that up a little bit. There are there are times where they are in front of the beat when they do a line mm-hmm. or, or say something, times where they're behind the beat, and times where they are, they almost stop singing and they like yell at certain points, yeah, or right? Or cry. Or cry. Or spit. Or, <laughs> I, wasn't, I forgot spit, about that. Spitgate 2020. Dude, Jonathan Groff, man, really... So uh, apparently that's something that he's known for. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like as a professional singer on stage, especially like, I mean, how many times have you tried to sing something in your mouth just full of spit and you're like choking on your spit? You actually make fun of me for that. Oh, I do. Don't you? No. What what am I in your phone? Oh, spitter. Spitter. You (laughs) actually call me spitter in your phone because when you talk to me, I get a lot of spit Now imagine if I was singing. That's why I wear glasses now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I ruined your eyesight from my saliva. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's horrible. But, you know, I don't think I've ever like seen you sing and, and spit a lot when you sing. I don't know. But you, you spit a lot when you talk. And that's just a that's just who I am. Yep. That's just who that's, I am. You know, what's my name in your phone? I don't think <laughs> your name's Abby in my phone. <laughs> sure. It's not like freckles or anything. You didn't say blabbers or something? It says Abby. Oh, okay. blabby. <laughs> but OK, but I'm not Jonathan Groff when I think when I sing, I'll say right. that. And so right. I think kind of experiencing that, too brought a little bit of authenticity to watching it on Disney Plus just seeing how much he spits mm-hmm. um, the the differences of kind of for me Leslie Odom Jr. especially mm-hmm. how he kind of enunciates some of his lines and how passionate he gets and screams some of his lines mm-hmm. instead of sings oh, yeah. them and and yells uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda does that a lot too I found that David Diggs ended up being a lot more humorous mm-hmm. than I thought he was going to be mm-hmm. uh, especially when he played Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. He laughs a lot during his mm-hmm. lines. And, and that's something that you don't really get from the cast recording either. Yes. And, you know, what I was so amazed of in watching the performance on Disney Plus was how effortless they made it look like they are singing the crap out of things. And it looks so effortless. And that's just amazing to me um, because, you you know, they they feel every line and they do have that emotion, but it's just they make it look so easy. It's amazing. I do feel like that's a testament to to the entire like talent ensemble of this cast. This cast is so stacked Mm -hmm. and not too much of the cast was really very well known prior to Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of had a hits within the Heights Mm -hmm. and And Jonathan Jonathan Groff, right. Jonathan Groff had done some some Hollywood stuff and he's been on Broadway for Mm -hmm. some time as well. And some of these are Broadway veterans, but outside of the Broadway world, none of these names were truly known. And now we have David Diggs and Leslie Odom Jr. showing up in movies, right? And Philippa Sue Mm -hmm. shows up in other Mm -hmm. things. And I think that that, you know, when, when when a Broadway play is able to propel those stars into, I mean, this wider, broader range of stardom, Mm -hmm. that's truly impressive. And not to mention Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's gone from Hamilton and has now been in multiple movies, Mm -hmm. multiple television shows. Writing music for Disney. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Writing for uh, Moana, right? Mm -hmm. Wrote the entire soundtrack for that. And so a very, very impressive showing from the entire cast. Uh, Who surprised you the most? I think watching it live, what cast member blew you away the most? 
Oak. I don't know how to say his name. I'm terrible. It's but... a tough name. It's it, it's it's Okiariet Deonaudoan. Oh, he was amazing. I thought his um his humor was hilarious, but he's also just super talented. And I'm glad that he was featured in both acts as two separate characters. So you got more of him because I think he was kind of the surprise kind of standout performance that I knew I liked his parts from the soundtrack. But to see him on stage and the humor that he brought to that was amazing. And in both of the roles, too, he plays Hercules Mulligan and Madison. Mm-hmm. And in both of those, he really he kind has of has of this this really funny part. Mm-hmm. In fact, something that you don't get out of the cast album is are some of those visual gags mm-hmm. that you that you see on stage and you'll ne- you'd never know it unless right. you saw it. Right. Yes. Uh, like you said, um, Oak, when he comes out on stage and he's the flower, he's girl, flower girl and he throws the yes. flowers in the air Hilarious. or the, I think the part that got me, I actually had to pause was after this set of songs that are very hard hitting. It's Burn and Hurricane and uh, the Reynolds pamphlet mm-hmm. and it's Quiet Uptown. And then Jefferson and Madison walk back on stage and Jefferson says, can we get back to politics? And Madison says, please. Yes. And he's crying and he's wiping tears from <laughs> yes. his face because of the because previous of, uh, few songs. Prior, yeah, Quiet Uptown. Now, I was doing Story the exact same thing mm-hmm. watching it. Mm-hmm. And so that made me laugh. It brought me kind of into the play a little bit more because they acknowledged just how hard hitting that entire set of songs was. Absolutely. And that's something that you don't get from the cast recording. I think that in the cast recording, Madison actually sounds a little annoyed, just like Jefferson does. Mm-hmm. But in this, he was sad. And that was very, very funny for me to watch. Yes, I think that was a good change. And it's it's cool to think that every day they went on stage as the the original cast, they changed something up. Like that that could have been different. That could have progressed from the first time they did the show. And um, you never know what you're going to get at a live performance. So it was cool that they captured some of those things for us as the, the home audience away from New York. But now I have I have songs that in the cast recording are my favorite, mm-hmm. and watching it live, especially on Disney Plus, not just the live show that we saw at the Smith Center, but the you know watching it live, it, there are songs that are my favorite to watch performed live, right? And and there are songs that I didn't really anticipate being my favorite because they're songs that sometimes I skip on the recording when I listen through the entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, the the farmer refuted right with yeah. Tom Thomas Seabury, right? Hear ye, hear ye. And he goes in. It's just not fun to listen to when I'm driving. And so I usually skip that song. Okay. Also, like the like the uh, set I was just talking about between Hurricane and Burn and... Heavy song. Yeah. And the Reynolds pamphlet. Those are songs that I skip sometimes because they're not fun to drive and listen to so much because they are so... kind. They're kind of slower and they're kind of heavy, except for the Reynolds pamphlets. Very heavy, very fast. When I watch them live, it's a totally different feeling, and I love those sets, both both Farmer Refuted and that entire set of sad songs, because it adds so much humor and so much sadness in their respective sets. Yeah, I agree. And I think what's cool about being able to watch it on Disney Plus, and for you and I who like to sometimes even put the subtitles on, it's almost like you're able to finally understand the lyrics that you think you've been singing for the last five years and and find out that you were totally wrong the whole time, because seeing them perform it, you're able to kind of see them enunciate the words and, and 
maybe even read the words if you do have the subtitles on. And that's really cool to think. So like, for example, when Angelica said, because I'm the oldest and the wittiest and the gossip in New York City is insidious. I had no idea she was saying insidious the whole five years I've been 100% listening. 100% agreed. Because she says it's a very fast line. Yes. And, and she kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, effortless. So yes. Effortless. And... Another standout performance for me, uh, Goldsberry, Renee Elise oh Goldsberry, I think just, just absolutely blows it out of the water. And it, I mean, unbelievable to watch. It's it's so shocking to me. Every single time one of these actors gets on stage, I cannot believe that they're stealing the scene. And it's every actor I could say that for. Yes, I wouldn't change a single one of them. And that's a true testament to how amazing this musical is, like you said. I mean, obviously the the traveling cast um, you'd probably say the same, but I wouldn't trade a single person in the lineup from the original cast. I agree. They all just work so beautifully together. I remember listening to the cast album originally and thinking that Lin-Manuel Miranda was actually the, the weak spot. Mm-hmm. He's not a very strong singer. Right. Especially up against Leslie Odom Jr., mm-hmm. who he is with in a lot of songs, and they kind of go back and forth in a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. And And so hearing them compared to each other is actually kind of tough. But watching them on stage together really kind of legitimized Lin-Manuel Miranda as a performer for me because he is so charismatic and so easy to watch. And it brings so much life into his voice and into his character. He was the the high points and the low points. Like you said, the the happy and the sad kind of pieces of the, the musical were definitely portrayed by his character. And the way he acted it was great phenomenal yes. and I, and it should be said that he also wrote hamilton and he wrote all of all the lyrics of the, all of the music i think all the music too and it's just i mean to think that one man does that is phenomenal it's absolutely unbelievable mm-hmm. what's interesting about hamilton coming to disney plus is that this was supposed to happen towards the end of next year towards the end of 2021 this was filmed back in you know when the when the show originally started and it was supposed to come to theaters end of 2021 and when the coronavirus pandemic started, they said, you know what? We have it. We're releasing it to Disney Plus because some of their other things got pushed back. A lot of their Marvel slate got pushed Mm -hmm. back. Uh, You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, Loki. These shows kind of took a hit because of the filming. Mm -hmm. Well, they already had this film. They had this ready to go. So they just threw it right on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And it has been a huge success. They've seen a lot of extra subscribers, a lot, a lot of extra viewers. And you can't help but wonder if this is going to kind of shift the tone of Broadway coming to a mainstream audience anymore either because of the success of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Will they start filming a lot more Broadway shows and after a couple seasons, after a couple years, bringing those shows to Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus? I think that'd be amazing. I think... It would be such an opportunity for people who aren't able to get to the theater but love musical theater. Um, And I like the way that they did it. They didn't turn it into a movie. They didn't have sets or anything. They had their original stage with the original set, the original cast. So you got to see, you know, what it was envisioned to be by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And this one doesn't lend itself necessarily to being a movie, especially since it's kind of operatic. It reminds me of Les Mis and that most of the dialogue is sung, um, except for that one little part. Right. There's a little part that that is not sung, but it's so, so musical, the entire Mm -hmm. thing, all the way through. And so it'd be awesome to be able to see the same thing, just a, a 
taping of the live action on the stage with the the cast. It'd be awesome to have seen stuff that have that the cast has left. Like for example, Wicked um, with the original cast with Kristen Chenoweth and Idina Menzel and amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, and you know, like you know how I love Dear Evan Hansen. That would have been an amazing experience to see uh, Ben Platt up there with his the original cast members Ugh, it has been awesome so i hope that they do in the future consider putting forth future uh, musicals to platforms like this so we can have the the chance to really experience it for ourselves i think that's kind of inevitable honestly yeah. with how well this is done i think we're going to start to see a little bit of a shift towards that i'm like you i'd love to see dear evan hansen mm-hmm. i want to see the lion king musical i never got to see that live on stage and i've only heard amazing things with yeah. how they do the animals and stuff and i mean i've heard some of the the cast recording but mm-hmm. again listening to that cast recording and watching it two entirely different experiences yes. and so I really hope that that happens. If you could choose one to come to a streaming service, what would you choose? I mean, I'd probably choose Dear Evan Hansen. I was about to say I, it's Dear Evan I love Hansen. it so much. So. It's so. I mean, I would. I do want to see that too. And like, just like you, I've listened to the soundtrack. Who knows how many times? Right. Do you remember when you and I drove to Phoenix, Arizona? Mm-hmm. It's about a five-hour drive from Las Vegas, and we listened to the Hamilton soundtrack all the way through <laughs> on the drive there. Yes, I'm not surprised. Because what we, else can you do for five hours? And, and we took parts. We like divvied up parts in each song, and and you took a part, and I would take a part, and we would sing. We sang that entire cast album all the way through. Yes. What a grand memory. Oh, yeah. What a great memory. I wish we could do it again. And we will one day. We are driving to Phoenix again. We're driving to Phoenix. Let's do it. Lindsay. We'll have Lindsay with us. A little. A little uh, little sing along car ride. Yes. <laughs> That'll be, be so great. Oh okay. well, now Sounds I'm good. now I'm really excited about that drive. I wasn't okay. as excited before, okay. but You're now that I know we're gonna do, <laughs> no, that's not. Well, maybe depends on when we leave. Okay. But uh, but if we, I think we need to do a Hamilton sing along okay. in that car again because I think it's it's too good. It's too much okay. fun. And Lindsay knows more of the music now too. Right. So I think she'll kind of join. And in now a it's bit. it's totally in our blood again. So yes. Let's we're all we're all express it. We're enthralled <laughs> by it again. Something we do on the media files here is have you give us an arbitrary rating of whatever we're talking about. And since we're talking about Hamilton, and I know you love it so much, tell us your arbitrary rating score of Hamilton. I would give it 10 out of 10 fluffy collars. Ooh, there are so many fluffy collars. Oh, yes. And don't they pull them off really well? Right? And I'm just like, man, I mean, this would never come back, obviously, but it just makes men just look so handsome when they've got their neck all fancied up and... You think it would come back? No. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, handsome? I'd say that Christopher Jackson looks really handsome in it. Oh, yeah. He's... Christopher Jackson. Oh, I can't. We just made it through this whole episode without, know, without uh, almost without Christopher missing Jackson. Christopher Jackson, Jeez. who's incredible. Of course, silly. Uh, my arbitrary rating, I would give Hamilton an untu tuakat sinkti set wet nerf out of nerf. Oh, very nice. Yes. Very nice. Which is nine out of nine. Yes. Um, make sure that you check out Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Please, please watch it. I think that it's so important to the overall art culture of America. It has some very important messages uh, for America right now. And just so you know what people are talking about, this is something that should not be missed by anybody. And I mean anybody. It is brilliant. Like I said, I think it's the best piece of Broadway ever produced. But Abby, thanks for being here, man. It's my pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to have you back sometime. Okay. We'll talk about something else. I don't know what, but that's all the time we've got. And we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files. And thank you, Abby, again for being here. 
please tell a friend, family, or coworker about the show so we can grow this little project into something meaningful. Special thanks to Brian for technical assistance, and don't forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com. I can be reached on Twitter or Instagram at Brustoff, that's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H, or at the Level Down Games Discord with the link in the show description. Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to, and maybe we'll talk about it in an upcoming episode. Until next time, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later.